0: It's time for the Z. Michelson Travel Podcast. I can't wait. As he says, it's time to dream and dream big. Reach for the stars, and if you want to get to the moon, at least you enjoyed the trip.
1: Now, here's Z. Michelson.
0: Hi, and welcome to the show. Yay! At least we have some applause in the background. I think we're going to have to give our artificial intelligence some coffee.
1: Yeah, I've been working on it.
0: (laughs) Well, of course, here I am with my sidekick and producer, the concierge of podcast travel, Jay Lawrence. Hey, Jay.
1: I am so excited about being here today because we've got a guest in the studio.
0: I know. Well, he's always in the studio with us, but he doesn't come on our show. Right. Yes.
1: Yeah, well, we got to introduce the fact that he's going to be a part of Collage Travel Radio
0: now. Yes, he's going to be a part of Collage Travel. Radio. It's our very own RC. RC, welcome.
2: Ah, thank you. I'm glad to be here as well. I don't know.
0: RC does a lot of traveling too, like we do, Jay.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: And he goes to Texas a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I believe he is from. You're from Texas, aren't
2: you? I am from Texas. My parents, all my relatives are there. Um, I happen to go there this. This summer I'm going to be in there in Austin for a conference for a charter school conference. Oh, neat! Oh, very work.
0: nice, very neat. nice. Neat. Look, work and pleasure. Yes. Work and pleasure.
2: I get to have fun and <laughs> go through the uh, the the River Walk down there in Austin and everything else. So okay, so nice.
0: let's let's talk about that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people when they listen to our show they say, okay, let's let's hear what we're rediscovering America is all about. Texas is right on our in our wheelhouse. It's a
1: it's a small state, isn't it? It's just,
0: it's, <laughs> it's just just a yeah, little just tiny a little. State. Yeah. It takes you a
2: whole day to get across. Yeah. So
0: let's talk Austin. So in Austin there is the Riverwalk. Yes. What can you find on the Riverwalk? You know, when I hear Riverwalk, I think of a, a like little dirt, little pebbles. Talk, talk to us.
2: Well, there, you can find a lot of stuff, but a lot of the, the, the Riverwalk has a lot of great shops, great restaurants, great bars. Uh, The Austin City Limits is where some of the great people have come from for singing and everything. That's right. I remember that
0: show, the Austin City Limits show that comes on TV. Did did you ever hear that one, Jay?
1: Yes, I believe I saw it once.
0: Well, that's why R.C. is here, because he really has that country background that we really don't have.
1: Yes. yes.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're, we're more contemporary. We're more CHR.
2: And I'm, I'm Midwestern. <laughs> Whether you're famous or not, uh, a lot of them go to the Austin city limits just to sing. It's yeah. a great place to go.
0: Wow. So have, do you have a recommended spot when you're going on the city walk there, the little river walk?
2: No, I just usually do it for the ambiance and to see all the other people walking it. Now oh, so it's
0: a good people-watching place. Yeah. Now uh-huh.
1: is there, aren't there boats on the river as well, it, it like gondolas, like in Venice? Am I, Not in some of
2: it, no, because in oh. some areas the river walk is very uh, low. Uh, <laughs> so it would so just be
0: like a puddle? Yeah,
2: well, <laughs> it could be very dry depending on the season and everything, so... Uh, Now, there is, you know, opportunity that they have, if I remember correctly, it's also where you can see the bats. Oh, the
0: bats. They have underneath the one
2: bridge every evening you go there. And and I've been there. Lots of people stop on the bridge on each side of the banks on the river underneath the bridge for the evening bat show when you have Thousands of bats flying off into the air. I've
0: seen that. I've seen that on television where they actually shown, uh, yeah, they are thousands of bats. Yes. It, it's like a big black cloud that comes yep. out at, and almost at the same time every day. Yes.
1: That's because it turns dark and the bats
2: come out. Yeah.
0: Well, they're good. they good. They eat all the mosquitoes. Is that why we don't have mosquitoes over there in Austin? I, it might be. Who <laughs> knows?
2: They never bother me, but they usually that's just because I'm this, coming from the bar. <laughs>
0: And is this also on the Riverwalk? Uh, no, that's away. Okay, but it is yeah, in Austin. It's
2: in an Austin. It's on the outside of Austin. Yes, there's a, there's a <laughs> printer working here. Like, uh, I thought okay. it was a train.
0: Like, yeah, I was like, there's a train coming through. <laughs> the this, this,
1: this studio can do more than one thing at once. Nice.
0: <laughs> so if somebody's going to Austin, you recommended the Riverwalk, or you recommended the Bats, where else should they go? I'm sure Austin must have museums. and.
2: They do. They have a lot of museums and, um, you know, great restaurants. And,
0: but you, you, know, s- you just s- like to go to all of them. You don't have a favorite pick. No,
2: I never do have a favorite pick. If I just you- go in and experience the, the ambiance of the whole town.
0: So if you were going to go into a restaurant and you go into a restaurant, is there a special meal that you would like to order when you go into these restaurants down in Texas?
2: Something spicy.
0: Something spicy. Oh.
2: Are you a barbecue fan? I do like barbecue. Yes, I do. But Uh I also like spicy food. So sometimes I might go into a Mexican restaurant. So you like to to do
0: Tex-Mex? Yeah. Ah. Or see a Tex-Mex kind of guy. So am
1: (laughs) I. Well, you are, too. You like...
0: No. no? I just like Mexican. There is a difference. There is a big difference. Yeah, there's a big difference between Tex-Mex and Mexican. Yeah. Big difference.
1: Can you
2: define D- it for, a, for a, a guy? I can't think of the word that I would be. A gringo like me? <laughs> well, it's a cooking style, and yeah. it's also a flavor and different spices. Hmm.
0: Right. Different spices, definitely in the Tex-Mex. Yes. And Mexican has different spices as well. So it's a little bit different. Little bit different, but they're both tasty. But I prefer Mexican as opposed to Tex-Mex. Yeah. Do you have? Do you cook, RC? I do. Do you cook any of that Tex-Mex stuff?
2: No, I don't do as much as that. I'm more of the uh, on the other side of my family is the boudrolls, so I do a lot of Cajun cooking. Oh, I do the gumbo. Now he
0: crawfish, tells
2: us. Uh, crawfish
0: creole and oh yummy that's spicy yes yeah you can get into so your family so you say texas but you're cooking all of this creole type stuff you you got some louisiana blood in you i do oh boy that's going to be the next thing we're talking about
1: well have we covered all of austin yet
0: Well, Austin is the state capital of Texas, and it's inland, of course. It's bordering the hill country region. It's home to the University of the Texas flagship campus. Austin is known for its eclectic live music scene, which we already heard. Um, It's centered around the country, blues, and rock. Mm. Uh, It has a lot of parks there, and the lakes are very popular for hiking, biking, swimming, and boating, even though not always on the river. (laughs) Uh, it's south south of the city is the Formula One circuit of America's Raceway. This, is the, thing. Thing. this yeah. is the most important thing. This is the most important. thing That's Jay's thing. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: that's right now. Yeah, that's, that's the it. States that's Grand it. Prix. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't been to that one. I've been up to the one in Dallas before. Yeah, the Raceway in Dallas. Yeah, but, but this is there.
1: this is the uh, for Formula One circuit. I mean, yeah. it, that thing is a beauty.
0: Ooh. I've seen it
1: on television.
0: So then you'll have to go one day with RC. That would be good. Go down to I'm the there. Austin Formula One circuit. i tell you what, I'll check it right out there.
2: while I'm down there. Yeah, there you please, go. Please, please do check it out. And send back
0: pictures so that we can put a, post it on our website. All right. Mm-hmm.
1: So you're going to take him to Louisiana?
0: Yeah, we're going to have to go into Louisiana now that he told us. He's from Louisiana, <laughs> too. We had some of that, that Cajun blood running through him. <laughs> So talk to me about that side of the family. You go and visit over in that area?
2: So most of the Boudreaux's that I know in that area are no longer in Louisiana. Ah. They're in uh, Southeast Texas. They moved out. They 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 channeled
0: over that way.
2: That's the Boudreaux side of the family. It's my my, uh, dad's side of the family. Your dad's
0: side of the family. So your dad's side of the family must have been the ones that did all the cooking, the Cajun cooking. Yeah.
2: Pretty much, my grandmother is the one that taught me most of that.
0: Ah, I'll leave it to grandma. <laughs> no, are you?
2: Are you saying that you are a cook? I mean, I you- do. I have taken. I went to Louisiana Tech University and I took cooking classes on culinary right? courses, and I love cooking.
0: Now, did I, you take those culinary courses like my cousin did? He met. He did it just to meet women.
2: Uh, well, <laughs> no, I did it to create parties.
0: Oh, <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> you know, get a group of
0: people together. Have Mm -hmm. some
2: drinks, have some good food.
0: Yeah, always have to have good food. So tell us one of your specialties that you make.
1: Well, as I understand it, please do let me jump in here, but the average person knows 15 recipes by heart. Is that possibly true with you? Do you know 15 recipes by heart?
2: I would say, yeah. Yeah?
0: Yeah. I don't know 15 recipes by heart, and I cook. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why Do you
2: most I, of it's because
1: I cook it all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know my, you know my former wife, my wife. Mm-hmm. She used to cook three things. <laughs> and what was it, and what were they? Spaghetti, meatloaf, and hamburgers. That was it. Oh, okay. So that was, but you know, fifteen different recipes.
2: My claim to fame that everybody loves whenever I go back home or anything, uh, my aunt will say, "I've got the shrimp." The crawfish, the oysters, and they want me to make my gumbo.
0: Oh, oh uh, yeah, I, gumbo.
2: I do it originally from scratch. I make my own roux and Whoa. everything.
0: Mm. He's going to have to make it for us. Does As a matter of heavy?
2: fact, that's what we did for Christmas. So oh, Instead really? of a regular Christmas deal, my uh-huh. daughter wanted uh, gumbo, so I did some gumbo and I did some shrimp creole, and mm. we had a Cajun Christmas. Now, can you tell me what's in gumbo? A whole bunch of veggies. After you make the roux, you got to get the right roux, and then the uh, right what? Roux. Explain it's basically that. it's it's mixture with flour and oil and water to make it a certain color to get a certain deal. You put your spices in there, your peppers and and all that into the roux to get the, the flavor. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to be putting celery, onions, and uh, peppers. So it's almost
0: like it's your base or your stock.
2: Correct. Mm-hmm. It is. And, and then you put the meat in. The- so you have two types of gumbo. You can have the chicken and sausage gumbo, uh-huh. or you can have a seafood gumbo.
0: I prefer the seafood.
2: I'm going with seafood. Yeah. Now, my seafood, I put shrimp in it.
0: Good. I put
2: oysters. Yum. I put crawfish. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if I have it, I'll uh, put scallops. But most of times I don't do that. But those are the three main ingredients. Now, in I have my- to
0: ask this. There's a technique to eating crawfish.
2: Yes. <laughs> do you really want me to say what it is?
0: Uh, yes, we do. Because, you know, it's, it's something that you see on TV when you go and watch these cooking shows of how they eat this crawfish. Now, I've never had a real taste for crawfish because you know, they look like tiny little lobsters. Yes. But they're not. And when you go fishing, they always eat your bait. <laughs> Cause yes, I have been fishing, and all the crawfish. It's like they ate my bait, and and you put them in whole, right in the shell in your in your gumbo.
2: They got to be live,
0: right? You got to throw them in there, hmm. and, and hopefully then, the well, gumbo's
2: boiling. So by that I time cheat here. a little bit, so mm-hmm. I don't use the live ones. What I do is I get already pre cooked, pre already done, but they're and still I put in the in shell. There. No, I I don't like doing it with the shell. Oh, thank you. It, it makes it a me real over. mess. I I prefer just taking the meat out of the tail mm-hmm. and I'll put it all in there. And that's oh. the crawfish itself adds flavor to the gumbo.
0: Oh, yes, that's for sure. But, yeah, there is a definite technique to eating a whole crawfish. I mean, yes. when you say a whole crawfish, what are they? Maybe four inches long? Maybe. If they not add, average. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Go ahead. Go ahead, R.C. Tell us how you eat a real crawfish.
2: When you boil crawfish, Mm -hmm. all the seasoning and hot stuff gets in the crawfish, which makes it nice and tasty. Mm -hmm. And you got to pop the head from the body. Right. You squeeze the tail Mm -hmm. of the crawfish to pull the meat out of the tail. Mm -hmm. And then if you're a true Cajun, you uh, suck the head to get all the spices out of it.
0: (laughs) CJ. It's something you never knew about.
2: <laughs> but Some I hear people it's don't very, like that. I
0: hear it's very tasty, though. It, it really one. is.
2: Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I mean, people say, ooh, yuck. Bro. yeah." But but you're really just tasting the spices that has been boiling. Exactly. In. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, up in New York, there wasn't much crawfish. There no. wasn't a call for crawfish. <laughs> but I started tasting crawfish when I was down south. And then in Oregon, believe it or not, they have a lot of crawfish in the river. In I really
2: didn't know that. Yeah. Really?
0: That's who was eating my bait. I used to go trout fishing. And those little puppies used to eat my bait. (laughs) Get me annoyed. I told them if they kept it up, I was going to put them in a pot. (laughs) Nice. So there you have it. There you <laughs> have it. There you go. We we have RC and we are just moving along here. Welcome welcome aboard, RC. Thank you.
2: I'm glad to be here. We're yeah. glad
0: to have you on Collage Travel Radio. And we know that you are a country guy and you're going to be doing a lot of our country music stuff.
2: And, and I'm looking forward to it. Great. Great. And
1: you'll be on every afternoon, every day, between 20 after and 30 minutes after the hour.
2: Nice. Yeah. Fabulous!
1: And, and, that if is you, awesome. and if you don't get on at that time, let me know and I'll give you your money back.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm getting paid. <laughs> no,
0: he's paying us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, there you have it. It's time to take your travel dreams and make them come true. Send me your questions or call me at 352-874-4724. And you can leave me a message, of course. I am Zee Michelson. Thanks for listening today. If you are looking for great places to travel to, just visit my website, zmichelsontravel.com and Z is spelt Z-E-E. My site contains many exciting adventures that you can experience, so it's free to surf my site and give me a call if you have any questions. Again, that number is 352-874-4724. This is Z. Michelson, just one of many travel experts right here on Collage Travel Radio.
2: Thank you. Thank you.